is the Straight From The Net Podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. This is Danielle, and it's a Straight From The Net Podcast, and my wonderful, fantastic, the best, the one and only... Jamie. Yay! That's who it is. It's me. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Today is May 31st. It is negative one day of quarantine because tomorrow we're opening this bitch back up. At least phase one anyway. Yeah, phase one. I know, but you know what? (laughs) I'm going to sound like a total Karen or a Becky or whatever you want to call me at this point. But I can't go get my damn nails done yet. And I really want to get my toenails done. Girl. I have like two ingrown toenails. Look, so do something. today I dropped my phone on my toe and cut the cuticle on oh my God, toe. Oh, you really did. And I was like, this is uncomfortable because my cuticles <laughs> wouldn't be this bad if I could get a fucking pedicure. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm about to, first I'm about to email Trump and be like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> this is what happens. You need to email your governor. I will. apparently you need look, to email Cardi, the governor. Do you see these feet? They need Jesus. I pray for them every night, and I don't even pray like that. Oh, my God. No, you don't. You don't pray to Sky Daddy. No, I'm like, look, Sky Daddy, fix my feet. I know, but we do have to talk about, um, you know, some serious things real quick. Um, (laughs) And I only say real quick because we want to keep things a little light, but we also want to know that we have our pulse, you know, to the nation and to the ground, and we know what's happening out there. And um, I'm going to let Jamie start. So, um, a terrible thing happened last week in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. A man named George Floyd was arrested for, I think, a counterfeit $20 bill um, where a cop knelt on his neck until he was dead. Um, the man screamed out for his mother, who's been dead for 10 years. He I couldn't. Think it was two. Or two years, that's mm-hmm. what it is. He could not breathe. Um,. We just want everybody to know that we, too, are standing behind you in your protest and your anger because mm-hmm. we are angry, too. Um, we want to know that we do support you. We also support the cops out there that are not like this man. There are, are cops out job. there that put on that outfit every single day to go out and do good in your community. And I'm so sorry for this piece of fucking trash that was on a power trip. Um, we support the protests. We support our cops we pray for the families Mm. of everybody we do not however support the looting and the damages that are being done to the cities around the world Mm. um Mm. that's not how you get your point across and some people are not going to agree with us with that but that's how we feel and this is our podcast and we're gonna tell you how the fuck we feel so um please you know keep george floyd's family in your prayers um that's his name please make sure that you know when you speak of him you say his name because this is a problem that needs to be addressed, and hopefully at the end of this, it will be. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to see some justice for them. I would like to see reform happening within the ranks of the people that hold the power. Um, you know, it makes me sad that some of the things had to turn out the way that they did. Some people lost their lives. Some people got ran over in the protest. I mean, different things that went on. Um, you know, and I, I don't even know that I can even speak to that because I think that you already did, but I just hope you all know that we are – you know, in support of you, we hope that somehow the change comes. I feel terrible for this man's family. And I think about the people that sat around, had to watch this go on. I had to watch and said, you know, we're trying to help him and they died anyway. Like, I can't even imagine how traumatic that must have been for them. Um, 
So we're with you. We're in solidarity with you. We're sick of the shit too. Yep. And, um, you know, my brother's a police officer and it makes me really, it makes me terrified for him because I know that he did it specifically because he wanted, he wanted to, to do, do good. better for his community. And he said, you know, we need more people that are going to do good things in this community and I want to be one of them. So I, I worry for his safety, um, being lumped in with all of them, you know, and it's unfortunate, but you know, exactly say his name, George Floyd. We're so sorry that this happened to you. We think of you and we are praying for you and yours and we pray for this entire country because holy fucking balls do we need it. Yep. It's this a shit show. It's a shit show right so, now. So, um, we don't usually talk about things like that because we like to keep it light and funny. So we're just gonna go ahead and jump on into a world news daily report where the facts don't matter because <laughs> everybody needs a laugh after that. <laughs> so <laughs> I love World News Daily Report. So, they make my whole day. Yes. So, man high on ecstasy burns his own genitals while trying to have sex with an electric fence. <laughs> Scottsdale, Arizona. A rave party turned terribly wrong for a young Arizona man, highly intoxicated on ecstasy after he ended up having sexual intercourse with an electric fence and sustaining third degree burns on his lower abdomen and genitals. He fried his nuggets. <laughs> Adam okay. Weinberg, remember this is where the facts don't matter. This is not a real news story. <laughs> Adam Weinberg, 26, was rescued by fellow partygoer of the illegal setup, illegally set up rave after they noticed he was on in horrible agony and unable to unclap clamp himself from the electric fence surrounding the area. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the young man who was highly intoxicated on several drugs, including ecstasy, apparently mistook the electric sense for fence for a sexual partner. Oh, dear God. Before feeling the burst of 220 volts and 13 amps um, passing through his body, I was high as fuck, he said. <laughs> I'd taken some GHB and some DMT to start out the party. I then did a shitload of ecstasy and a bunch of amphetamines before taking a few hits of cocaine. Then someone poured some acid drops into my eyes, and I totally oh. lost it. <laughs> acid drops? <laughs> and wandered off into the desert and I saw these hot naked chicks dancing around but later figured out it was just the wooden fence poles. <laughs> At first the electricity passing through me was like the biggest orgasm I've ever had. I felt my balls were going to explode. Then when I felt the horrible burning sensation and the smell of burning flesh he remembers before passing out. Adam Weinberg says he hopes his story will reach other young adults and prevent further injuries or even deaths. I realize now that I am a drug addict and that I could have died in the most <laughs> stupid way ever. Some of my friends say I shouldn't, have public oh I shouldn't publicly talk about having sex with an electric fence while high on ecstasy, and I will look like a fool, he admitted. But if my testimony can help just one person not do the same thing, <laughs> it will be worth the shame and ridicule. The news coverage will burn upon me. He will... <coughs> It'll be worth the shame and ridicule that the news coverage will bring upon me, he concluded. Honor Health Medical Center spokesman John Seymour admits the hospital has noted an increase in recreative drug-related health problems in recent years, but he's never heard of such a case before. Oh my god. Thank you, World News, news Report. report. I know. <laughs> World, World News Daily Report, because World News Report is totally different, but this is World News Daily Report. Where the facts don't matter. Well, I did have the absolute joy the other day. Somebody on my friends list posted one of their articles. And they were, and like all the people were like, what? This can't be real. No way. That guy's an idiot. Blah, blah, blah. And so I shamelessly 
told them not only was it not real, it's a satire site, but that we talked about it on our podcast and left a link. <laughs> they would so like to listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like shamelessly plugged our podcast on a World News Daily Report thing. So, um, but I have one too, and it was on one of the daddy news. It was on the BBC. And this is funny as shit or scary, whichever side of the fence that you're on. So this is the title and this is from May 29th and it was in, in Australia and it said men hired for sexual fantasy break into wrong house. Could you freaking even imagine? Holy balls. So in a sex fantasy gone wrong, <laughs> it's so stupid when you, when you hear what happened. Two men with machetes entered the wrong house in New South Wales, Australia, before quickly realizing their error. One of them has now been acquitted of entering a home armed with a weapon in July 2019, the Australian media reports. They had been hired to carry out a client's fantasy of being tied up in his underwear and stroked with a broom. What? This feels like a World News Daily Report article, but this really happened. So this is a man paid another man? Two other men. Oh, shit. Was paying two other men to break into his house, tie him up, and then stroke him with a broom. <laughs> I'm like, what the actual shit? That's so, crazy. I know. I'm like, it just never ends. Like, people and their weirdness, right? So the judge concluded that the facts of the case are unusual. God, he got like the a case. Captain Obvious award for that right? fucking day, right? <laughs> the role play was arranged over Facebook oh, by Jesus. a man near Griffith, New South Wales, who provided his address to the hired pair. He was willing to pay five thousand of whatever Australian. Holy is, shit! Five thousand of those, whatever that is. If it was really good, the judge said. Could you imagine this judge being like, "I spent all this money and well, all this time." <laughs> I mean, think about like all the all the schooling he had to go through, and then all the other shit, he, like you know, career wise and educational wise, to become a judge, and then this is what he finally gets to report on, like through the BBC, and it is this case. So. It says, so, however, the client moved to another address 30 miles away without updating the two men. They then entered a home on the street of the original address. How fucking long ago did you hire these motherfuckers? Like, how long ago was it that you moved, forgot to fucking tell them, and somebody else moved their fucking ass in your place? Oh, my God. Yes, I'm like, how do you just fucking, oops, sorry, oops. Here's $5,000, but I fucking moved. So anyway, but then get this is the best part, right? When the resident noticed a light on in his kitchen at 6.15, he assumed it was a friend who came by daily to make morning coffee. When the men called out the name of their client, the resident turned on the light and removed a sleep apnea mask he was wearing. It was then that he saw them standing above his bed with the machetes, which they appeared to have brought as props for the role play. When they realized their error, get this part, right? Check this out, right? When they realized their error, one of the pair said, sorry, mate, and shook the resident's hand, according to local reports. The two men then drove to the correct address, where the client noticed one man had a great big knife in his trousers. Oh, my God. And asked them to leave the weapons in their car. The client then Look, cooked. role play timeout. Role play timeout. <laughs> Safe word is not the machete. <laughs> not my address. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking idiots, right? <laughs> the safe word is return to sender. <laughs> the client, oh, get this, right? So they, they broke into this man's house. 
the man pulled off his sleep apnea mask, scared the living shit out of him, got his hand shaken, and then everybody left. Then he goes over to the right place, and then the client cooked some bacon, eggs, and noodles in a short <laughs> time later. <laughs> I was like, I moved my pants, I swear to God. The, <laughs> the, police, <laughs> the police arrived at the property, found the machetes in the car, and arrested the hired pair. The judge ruled that the evidence did not suggest the men's actions were intentional. They carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy, he said. The fantasy was unscripted and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. A lawyer for Terrence Leroy, one of the accused, said it was a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Oh my god, so and they she- just go in and like sweep on him? <laughs> I don't know. Or- <laughs> there, there. You know, all I can think of is that meme. That's me with emotion. Right. There yeah, they're there with the broom. Remember right. the girls like on the toilet throwing up and then these like they're there with the broom. And it says, <laughs> stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Entry was not with intent to intimidate. Oh, that is too funny. And that was real. This poor lawyers are like, motherfucker. Right. Like, th- it's like, like when Judge Judy like, is like, this could, is what I They had to be for. public defenders because no, like, no <laughs> established lawyer is going to be like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> I just thought of it. I'm like, this poor judge actually has to like have his name. You know, in the words that he says over this case, like, on BBC News, it's not like, you know, he dealt with, like, civil rights issues and, and started, oh. no, it was this motherfucker. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you're so, off a clam to what's happening. Why are you So, I went, I went to go look at one of the other stories that I had, and I was scrolling down, and World News Daily Report has a man that turns himself into the FBI for killing Abraham Lincoln in 1865. <laughs> What? Yeah, so... Wait, he turns himself... That's what it says. Man turns oh, himself into the FBI oh for killing Abraham Lincoln. You gotta read it now. Oh, yeah. You might as well just fucking read it now. You done started it. Right. So... You should start doing a podcast just on World News Daily Report stuff because it's so fucking funny. Okay, Washington, D.C. A man from Virginia turned himself in at the FBI headquarters this morning claiming that he was guilty of killing more than 30 people, including the 16th president, president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, my God. <laughs> 71-year-old Leroy Timothy Anderson claims he worked for 35 years as a time-traveling assassin for a secret government agency and said he killed people at various times going from 1678 to 2239. Oh, my. Uh-huh. He's been around the world, and I shot a blanket. (laughs) The elderly man declared that his actions were all legitimate and ordered by the government. But he fears his former employees might want to eliminate him because he knows too much. He claims that he was part of a program called Cron- the Cronus Project, which was designed, coordinated, and ex- executed by the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, and the United Space Special Operation Forces under the supervision of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. The ultra-secret pro- program would have orchestrated more than 1,200 assassinations spread out over almost all human history, including many famous characters like Martin Luther King Jr., Julius Caesar, or Ma- oh, Gandhi. I don't, Mahatma? What the? Mahatma. Mahatma? Gandhi. Yeah, that guy. Mahatma. I His think. story was clearly one of the most entertaining that I have ever heard, said FBI Director Christopher A. Rye. Mr. Anderson not only claims that he has killed President Lincoln, also 32 others, including at least 12 that are not even born yet. 
Oh my God, really? I know that conspiracy theorists will accuse us of covering up Lincoln's murder and stuff like that, but the FBI is going to open an investigation. Is it going to open an investigation? I don't think this man killed anyone. I think he just lost contact with reality, says the FBI. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was assassinated on Good Friday, April 14th, 1865, while attending the play Our American Cousin at Ford's Theater in Washington, D.C., as the American Civil War was drawing to a close. The assassination is generally believed to have been planned and carried out by the well-known stage actor John Wilkes Booth as part of a larger conspiracy in a bid to revive the Confederate cause. Mr. Booth was shot and killed by Union soldiers while holding a firearm, oh, while holding on a, hiding on a farm in Virginia the only days after the crime. Eight other conspirators or suspects were tried and convicted and four were hanged shortly thereafter. I'm just saying, this would be the neatest series of books ever. It really would. Could you imagine? Like, that would be so freaking cool. I would read all of them. Well, just think, like, if you were able to get a hold of somebody who actually knows, like, history, and you could, you know, go back in time, and, I mean, these were all really books. I mean, there's actually a show well, called, apparently, I think, 1954 or 1964, where a guy ends up going back in time. Yeah, there's also Quantum Leap <laughs> and Timeless. I, I, I think they should redo Quantum Leap. It would I also think if they could go back and forth like that, though, like back in time and forward, you know, that would be so cool. Like I would read every one of those. But they books did too. just, you know, say that they found a alternate universe, like a parallel universe that goes backwards. Oh some shit. yeah, I did see that. That we did talk about that. I wanted to talk about something local. I mean, so we were talking about like killing Abe Lincoln. Uh huh. <clears throat> this is about a funeral home. <laughs> oh, this is fucking. I. You know what? I almost want to drive past no. it to see it. It is so weird. So we have an article from the firststateupdate.com and does it say, oh, May 27th. And it is, it says Wilmington Funeral Home adds a drive-by window in wake of COVID restrictions, which is so weird. Like, could you imagine driving by and seeing your dead person in the window as if, like, you're going to order french fries or something? Right. Like, or if you're just, weird. like, walking along and you got, you know, you're walking along the streets. Because it's in a, it's like in a row of strips. strips. Is it's it? Not like, <clears throat> it, the way the picture makes it look, it's, like, on a city block. I see the side view. It does show me, like, a side view of it. And I can see, like, other stuff in front of it. But I don't, it's on Union Street. It is. It's on the side. It's kind of like an alley on the side. Okay, so you're walking your kid, just chilling. Chilling, and then, minding your business. Minding your business, going <laughs> to the corner store for some fucking ice cream. And your four-year-old kid is like, Mommy, what's that? And you turn around, and it's, you know, dead Uncle Bob from, you know. <laughs> Somebody's family. I mean, I guess this is their way that they were like, you know, because so many people weren't able to have funerals, right? right? we weren't. We weren't. So many. I lost like, two people, and we couldn't have the funeral. We couldn't have their funeral. And it says, in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic, Evan W. Smith Funeral Services has recognized the unique and devastating toll the current health crisis is taking on the bereaved. Today, the company has announced a new drive-by viewing option available at its 201 North Union Street location in Wilmington. Through a large glass window... I thought those fuckers didn't break that yesterday. I know, right? Oh, my God. Through a... Oh, my God. A fucking dead body rolled out. Oh, God! Oh, my God. We're wrong. We're going to hell. We're bad people. All right. I can't believe I just said that. Through a large glass window, grieving family and friends will have the opportunity to view their deceased loved one and pay their final respects. With gatherings limited, wait, with gatherings limited participants and social distance directives in place, 
A time that's typically spent in the comfort of others has left the grieving to suffer their losses alone, the company said in a Wednesday press release. In response to families' need for supportive bereavement measures during the unprecedented period, <clears throat> the funeral home has devised the novel drive-by solution that optimizes safety for blah, blah, blah. So it's just the weirdest thing. Like, if you could just imagine, it's like you drive around the right side of the funeral home, go around the back side of the funeral home, and then come back up the alley on the left side of the funeral home, and there you can just drive right by this window and, like, cry over, like, mama who died. You can drive right past, tip the 40 to their memory as you're driving past. I know. It's, it's just the weirdest thing. It's like, you know... Can I place my order in the back? And then, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, that it's is so weird. weird. I, I do not, I, I don't think that that's a great idea, but, you know, it, it probably does bring people some peace. It's I wonder weird. how many are going to use it, though. Like, I want to see this in action. Like, right. And then after COVID, like, are you going to brick up the window? Or are you just going to leave saying, the window how, what there? What do you do with the window? Because they, I mean, this is, it's it's brick. You put The a, building's brick. Look at it. Right. So, are you going to brick up the window? Or are you going to put, like, casket of the week? drive up there and say your respects and people are behind you and they're like beep gotta get to work like you know move it along right. or something but then or like what if you're like devastated you could barely drive <laughs> and now do they leave the the body there for like a while like i don't know i'm like is it is do it they cold give, in there do they give them a time like they're like okay this body will be on display from 12 to 3 or i'm assuming yes like a normal or service. are they like well, you know, we're just going to keep them there for a couple days, you know, swing on by. No. You know, just be there before we switch it out for, you know. <laughs> you can't just keep it. No. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, until the next one comes in, and then we're going to have to boot that one out of that casket. Right. I can see somebody. And do they yo, yo, that's not my grandma. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, my God. We're going to hell. We're bad people. We are literally bad people. For people this. are getting creative though with this COVID shit. They're like, we ain't fucking around with our money anymore. We're gonna put a drive-through window in. You can come up. You can say goodbye <laughs> to cousin Etsy and be like, cousin Etsy, and be like, you know what? We're gonna miss you. Yeah. Peace out. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I thought that was really interesting, but I don't know. I, I wonder if anybody's actually used it yet. I, can't, I feel I bad can't for the people it. though because like. A lot of my family funerals, people put things in the casket. Right. Like, like people put things in the casket. Like Maybe there'll be, like, a little basket at the end of the drive through kind of like when you do the drive through food and there's a trash can, there'll be, like, a basket. Or maybe a drawer that slides out from underneath the window, and <laughs> like, like, at the gas station, <laughs> and you, like, slip it in there. Oh, my God. But if God. it's bigger than a pack of matches or a cigarette <laughs> pack, you're shit out loud. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Anyway, so what do you got? Well, oh we're going God. to hell. 
Oh, God, we're terrible So, three young brothers let a black widow bite them, hoping it would turn them into Spider-Man. This is from smalljoysnews.com. Oh, Lord. Three brothers from Bolivia have been sent to the hospital after letting black widow (coughs) spiders bite them in hopes of becoming Spider-Man. The boys, age 8, 10, and 12, live in the town of Chayanta, Chayanta, C-H-A-Y-A-N-T-A, in the southwestern Bolivian department. Bolivian Department of Potosi. Good lord. Good lord. These youngsters who have not been named are clearly fans of the popular Marvel Marvel superhero when Peter Parker is bitten by a radioactive spider and develops super spidey-like abilities. What they didn't know at the time is what what they watched is all pure fiction. I figure it out. At twelve, you know that Spider Man's fake, right? At twelve, I mean, yeah, you would have, you would think, but I don't know. I mean, maybe if they're like one of those village kids or something. I don't know, maybe. You know what I mean? While tending their flock of sheep, the boys found Wait, a black widow. Something real quick. We would think that they would know, but there was also that couple that we read about last week who only fucked in the ass and didn't That's... realize they weren't having no babies, and they were full grown adults. And they paid with hens. And they paid with hens. And please go. While tending their flock of sheep, the boys found a black widow spider and quickly and. And quickly, and came up with the idea of letting them bite, letting it bite them, so they can develop superpowers. Reporters said their mother was out collecting wood at the time, while the brothers taunted the Black Widow using a stick and allowed it to sink its fangs into their skin. Oh my god! Oh my god! Instead of developing powers like they expected, they quickly started to develop symptoms from the venomous venomous bite, such as muscle pain and spasms, abdominal abdominal cramps, and increased heart rate. These poor babies. According to several studies, a black widow spider is known to be extremely venomous, with their venom reported to be 15 times stronger than that of any rattlesnake. Despite the fact most people who got bitten by spiders do not usually suffer from any serious damage, studies also suggest the venom can be fatal to small children, the elderly, or the infirmed. Studies also say that the black widows are typically non-aggressive and only bite in self-defense, which may explain why the younger brothers had to provoke this particular spider with a stick. Their mother was shocked when she found her sons crying, so she quickly brought them to the health center where she lives, where they were given medicine for the bites. Days after their conditions failed to improve, they were taken all to the hospital in town before being transferred to the children's hospital in the Bolivian capital, La Paz. Oh, the head of epidemiology (laughs) of the health ministry said in, in a statement that the young boys continued to suffer from muscle pain, sweating, fever, and generalized trembling until they were treated with specific serum, which proved effective. In five days, their health began to improve, and they were allowed to go back home to their family. A press conference, um, Pietro, who discussed the case, urged parents to help and guide their children understand certain differences between facts and fiction, saying, for children, everything is real. Films are real. Dreams could be real. And they, they as children... Our hope are the hope of our life. These young kids may still wish to be superheroes, but hopefully they will now learn that their wish, wish won't come true if they keep letting venomous spiders bite them to get to their origin story. Oh, God. Hospitals are preparing. Oh, that's, never mind. That's a whole other article. So, yeah, these poor kids, <laughs> these poor babies, they were probably in so much pain. These fucking little idiot children. No, I'm kidding. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where... Maybe it was like a smaller town. I'm guessing it, it was a small, innocent. a small, mm. poor village um, beings. You know, the mother was collecting wood and they were flocking their sheep. Flocking. 
I don't. It's not even really funny, but for some reason, the way you, the way you say it, I don't know why it makes me laugh. Because you said it like a normal person. There's really no reason why. But, um, well, I have something weird. Okay, go. And it's like, I mean, I, I want to keep, you know, within the professionalism of our podcast. I know I say it all the time, but we really do strive here. Uh, straight from the net. <laughs> <laughs> so this was on the Ten Daily dot com au. So, I don't know where .au is. Um, maybe Australia, Probably. Australia, something like that. Um, and this was from Jessica Dunn. And it was put on, uh, what was it, Tuesday the 12th of this month. So, it says... Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. Lainey's here. Oh, that's it. Now she's going to get all excited and start fucking licking herself again. But no problem. Uh, as you scratch the living shit out of her, she's like, yes! She loves yes! It. Scratch my ass. All right. Ikea has been forced to remind shoppers not to masturbate in its stores after a woman in China was allegedly caught in the act. You don't tell me not to masturbate, Ikea. (laughs) I will do it wherever I feel like it. All right. So it says a video of the woman that went viral in China after it was posted on social media forced the Swedish furniture company to weigh in on the issue. We resolutely oppose. You think? You think? I mean, we resolutely oppose. Look, here's what happened. This poor bitch went out and bought a bed. And all the fucking instructions were in fucking Swedish. Yeah. They have no idea. The fucking diagram was upside down. She's frustrated. She doesn't have a bed to masturbate in. So guess what? We're coming to your fucking store and I'm going to use the already fucking made one. And by the way, if you could switch this out and take it to my house and bring that broken ass great. shit you gave me back, that would be fucking fantastic. And thank you. All right. It says, we resolutely oppose and condemn this kind of behavior and immediately reported it to the police in the city of the suspected store. They didn't even know what fucking store it was. Ugh. Says IKEA said in a statement, the DIY a DIY act has forced the flat pack experts to tighten up security at the store, which is one of thirty three in China. That's why they didn't know there was there's thirty three fucking IKEAs. How they got thirty three IKEAs in China, and I gotta drive like what forty five minutes China's all the way really down? Big. I know, but we have to drive. I have to drive to Baltimore if I want to go, or the opposite way, all the way up in PA somewhere, and it's literally like an hour drive to get to an IKEA. Like, can we get Why some more Ikea's? Why do people go to the Ikea? Is it for the meatballs? I actually went. Do they really the... get meatballs out? Well, they have a restaurant. Oh. And they got food. And I remember, I think right around, like, before Christmas time, I don't think it was this year, it was last year, me and my ex went down to Ikea, and we got, like, a couple things. And it was, oh, because I got my brother the poster, um... Where from Dumb and Dumber, where he's on the toilet and he's like shitting his brains out, and it was like a poster. And I got like his, you know, the the middle finger thing. No, the the cover for it or whatever, so he could like hang it up. The frame? Fuck yeah, God! Why couldn't I say frame today? What is wrong with me? I don't know. Um, and then like a couple things for Christmas plants and you know, I mean things like that or whatever. So we went to IKEA, but that's like the last time I went because it's so far away. So did this girl get in trouble? Oh, wait, okay, so the, the clip, which had been viewed more than 9 million times, showed the woman in a white blouse sitting on a sofa. So there goes that. She really tried oh, she to was on a sofa, sofa. In one of Ikea's stores. Other shoppers walk past as she continues touching herself. At one point, she begins twerking for the camera. <laughs> she might have been a little fucked up. Maybe she was high or something. What do you think? Possible? Because then she, like, sees the camera and turns around and starts twerking. Or she really was fucking horny. <laughs> I don't know. It says the clip, has, the clip has since been removed from social media. I'm like, how's it been removed from social media? Like, once it's out there, it's out there. But then again, you know, I don't know. Like, how do they get rid of it? I thought that was pretty funny. 
So, yeah, let's not um, masturbate in public, okay? So, I have from awkward.com. Awkward.com? Awkward.com. I feel like that should be, like, where I Children of I Want to Speak from the Manager Parent share the most cringeworthy moments. Oh, so these are the children of Karen's? These are the children of Karen's and Brad's. I don't even know if that's the right word. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so, um... Oh, we got to talk about, we got to talk about, um, dating stuff. This one is just one of the stories. I'm not going to, like, read them all because there's, like, 13. But this says, I banished thee from the Burger Kingdom. (laughs) And it says, ugh, my dad, he can be such a prick. If you get his order wrong, it could be fast food or a nice sit-down restaurant. He often yells at the wait staff. If they undercook his steak, it has to be well done or he claims to have lost his appetite. One time we went to Burger King, and when I was younger, we sat down to eat. He took one bite of his burger, spit it out immediately, and started bitching about it being undercooked. He cut in he cut in front of everyone in line to yell at the cashier, then asked who, the, who was the cook. Then the cook appeared. He launched his burger, hitting the poor kid directly in the face with lace. With a lidless burger. He's now banned for life. He's now banned for life for Burger King. <laughs> what an asshole. Um, no manager. Then let me speak to the pilot. When I was young, a young child, a long-distance flight with my mother let me and my brother sleep on the floor for safety reasons as the flight attendants told my mother that they were not allowed to sleep. Hold on. Oh, my mother let me... Me and my brother sleep on the floor for safety reasons. The flight attendants told my mother that we are not allowed to sleep on the floor. She started to argue with the flight attendants, who then turned to the pilots. The pilot threatened to turn the plane around unless we get up from the floor, but she continued to argue. The pilots announced they were about to turn the <laughs> turn around the plane oh my because God. of my mother. So all the passengers got pissed. Eventually, she caved in. When... <laughs> So let me get they got on a plane and she made her kids lay when, on the ground? When she had all the passengers and flight crew on the Boeing 747 against her. <laughs> so she thought it was safer for her kids to sleep on the floor. Of a plane. Of the plane. And the flight attendants were like, they're not allowed to sleep on the floor. And she was arguing with them. And I know, but that's so weird, The pilot right? was like, if you don't fucking get your kids up off the floor, we're going to turn this plane around. <laughs> and when he announced it over the thing, that's when she was like, when everybody on that plane was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Get your fucking kids up off the floor. That's when she was like, fine. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like somebody like her that's that weird to make your kids sleep on the floor of a plane has done a lot of other craziest shit, but that was probably maybe the craziest, but there's got to be There's got to be something else. Oh, there's more. Um, when I was six, my mom took me me and my brothers out to Golden Corral for dinner. She went up to the buffet, got a steak, and came back to the table. She's an avid A1 steak sauce fan and cannot, I repeat, cannot eat a steak without it. She poured out the A1 onto her plate, tasted it, and was initially horrified. She proceeded to pour the Golden Corral steak sauce right next to the A1, and it matched it perfectly. Outraged, she called over a waitress, and eventually the manager showing her them her little experiment and how she exposed the great steak sauce's fraud of the how she exposed the great steak sauce fraud of 06. The great steak sauce. My brother and, my brothers and I were scared for the rest of our lives. I still have nightmares about it. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would be so fucking horrified. Oh my god. She fought the law and the law won. I was 13 when this happened. My mom had me a, had made a reservation at a hotel for a trip. But when she got there, the lady said that there was some error and that the reservation and that my mom's payment didn't go through. So the lady offered us a double bedroom for a discount. 
rather than just taking the room, thanking the lady and leaving my mom and leaving my mom decided the best course of action would be to scream in the middle of the hotel lobby. Nobody is going anywhere until I get my fucking room. She then proceeded to pester the lady who clearly couldn't do anything about it until eventually she called the police on my mom for public disturbance. I was mortified. You got crabs? My mother-in-law is truly a Karen. Going out to eat with her is always a nightmare. Her orders have 14 special requests, but she's not at all kind about it. She's defensive from the get-go, like you're you're an idiot who's already screwed up the order. No dressing. Not on the side, nothing. Completely dry. Do you understand? I will send it back. The one I will never forget, though, was dinner at Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> in, case you've, in case you've never been, it's one of those places that every so often plays plays a song that the entire staff is required to drop everything to do and do a little synchronized dance to. It's very quick. Everyone gets a little kick out of it. It's part of the fun. Now, my mother-in-law, Karen, knew this. He's just calling her Karen at this point. Oh, my gosh. It's not like she'd never been there, but apparently she was not willing to wait two extra minutes for her dry salad, so she starts going off as soon as the dancing starts. She gets a manager who clearly knows Karen well and offers a quick apology for doing their job. A discount on her dry-ass salad, but Karen's not completely satisfied. She tells us that even though dinner for for our party of eight is on her, she's not tipping the waitress one penny. She proceeded to bitch loudly the rest of the meal and antagonizing our waitress over petty shit. (laughs) (laughs) I worked too many years in customer service, and you know, I'm a decent human being. I made sure to get my bill separate so I could tip for her the entire table. I wrote a quick note on the receipt, something along the lines of, of... Way to stay positive, even when the customer's a jerk. I was a little afraid of the wrath of Karen. It was one of my first interactions with her, too. But when the waitress came and hugged me, Karen and I locked eyes. She knew. I didn't care. Don't be a Karen. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) She said. (laughs) All right. (coughs) Last one. Okay. If at first you don't succeed, just shout till you get your way. (laughs) Not me, but my sister-in-law. Her stepdad and mom took the family out to eat at Red Lobster. They get there, and it's super busy. So they, so the stepdad walks up to the host and says, yes, we have a reservation. The problem is, Red Lobster, or at least this one, doesn't take reservations. <laughs> the host explains this and says, it's going to be a 20-minute wait. Her stepdad flipped out and started screaming at the, <laughs> that he had called three hours before and made a reservation. The host politely told him that this was not possible as they do not take reservations right. again. He continues to scream at the guy and says he wants to talk to the manager. So the manager comes out and she tells him the same thing. They don't take reservations, so it's not possible that he had made one. He continues to cause a scene and people started leaving just to get away from him, this toxic guy. Right. Finally, manager says, fine. We will put you ahead of everyone else that has been patiently waiting their turn, he says. <gasps> and the dad says, thank you, as they got seated. Once they get to the table and the waitress walks away, he slyly winks to, and says to my brother and the rest of the family, that is how you get things done. I wasn't <gasps> going to wait 20 minutes. My brother refused to eat or order for the fear of getting food that had been spit on. Oh, my God. So he he totally lied about it to begin with. Yes, he was being what a dick. What a asshole. I would have made him leave. I would have said you need to leave. I would have been like, bye. I would have been like, bye-bye now. Or I would have we gotten a really terrible Yelp review. Mm-hmm. This whole podcast, if it was a business, would have terrible help reviews. If, <laughs> if, this, if we were a business, we would call this straight from the Yelp because <laughs> we could fill a podcast with our bad Yelp reviews. 
Oh my god. Um, I know. Now we still have plenty of time. Okay. So there was this. Um, hold on. <laughs> Get my damn glasses on. Let me see what I got. Oh, we're only at thirty nine. We have only plenty of time. Okay. So. I live in a neighborhood where how I my street is for everybody who doesn't know. I'm kind of like on a corner, right? right. It's like my You're on it's, a like a, it's like a big old oval is my street, right? So, and I'm on the one half of the oval where the bend is. So, my ha- my backyard backs up to my neighbor's backyard. Yes. But it's like their side yard and my backyard. Well, all of their like landscaping or whatever is like coming through my fence. It's like hanging over my fence. And it really annoys me and I'm trying really hard not to be that person because it's like you know goddamn well that all that shit's flying over my fence. Like you know it's there. Right. But I'm like I haven't said one single fucking word to these people since I've moved in over a year ago. So the first interaction they're going to have with me is me being a Karen because I'm very upset about the fact that all their shit's hanging over my fucking fence, right? I'm going to need you to get your shit off my yard. I mean, well, it's just, it's so rude. They know it's there. Like, they know it's there. They know that that shit's happening. Are they elderly? They're, I mean, they're a little elderly, but he goes out and mows his lawn all the fucking time. And, like, I mean, we did, we, because they also have the little white dogs that bark at Lainey and scare her to death. Oh. And the other day, like, they finally made friends at the fence. And she was like, it's okay. They're going to be fine. So, I think about, like, neighbor disputes. And then this thing came up. And I'm Look, like, well, I was just we are watching this fucking show on Discovery called Fear Thy Neighbor. Mm. Don't start fighting with your neighbor because somebody end up dead. I know. I, you, got, you, you and Lori do. God, like, we watch watched so shit. much ID Discovery. Paco's like, who are we killing today? Paco's told Mikey, if I come up missing, you better come to these. You better talk to these two. Lori's like, A, we would never kill Paco. He's a really nice guy. And B, we wouldn't be able to get his fucking body out of the house. He's heavy. <laughs> Have you seen you how big he is? Just come up in pieces. Take them out one by one. There yeah, but go. that makes a mess, and that's DNA. Like, well, you know, you watch enough true crime. Well, you know, you got to go get like a big tarp. I mean, mm. think ahead, people. Come on. <laughs> anyway, so this was on the Daily Mail, and it was actually from November of 2013. Why the fuck I'm just now seeing it in my newsfeed? Like, it's brand new in for fucking nation. I have no idea. From like 2013? Yeah, in for fucking nation. You like how I just did I, that? I'm in for fucking nation. That's in for fucking nation. That's a good word, Danielle. I try. I, I really do. I try to go above and beyond. So it says <laughs> Brian Malta, 52, allegedly repeatedly fired a cannon oh. <laughs> at his Jamestown, New York neighbor for more than a week. I love that he's in Jamestown firing cannons. <laughs> it was loaded with a powder charge and wadding. So, I mean, he wasn't doing anything. Like, it wasn't like it was, it was just hurting a big them. Noise. It was making noise. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm starting a war with you, basically, right? I'm tired of your shit. Pow! Yeah. And it says, so they've been embroiled in an ongoing dispute, you think? And it said he had been charged with harassment and menacing. So then it goes on and it says, New York's Brian J. Malta is accused of repeatedly firing the antique long tom loaded with a powder charge and wadding at the Prosser Hill Road, Jamestown property. While it is not illegal to own a cannon. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, hold on, I'm, hold on, I'm online. I'm getting my cannon today. I'm on hold. I'm waiting for them to tell me when it's going to be delivered. Well, they're in Jamestown, which is like... A big settlement town in the right. U.S. It's in Virginia, and it's a lovely town. If you ever go, like if <laughs> you ever lovely. go, if you ever go, you go to Jamestown, Yorktown, and uh, fucking um, Williamsburg. Right. 
And me and Sally went on a tour of Jamestown. Oh, did you? And there was this guy in official Indian garb, and he didn't have no draws on. And oh, I was shit. like, why isn't he wearing any underwear? <laughs> like, did every you, time did he you sat down, like, oh. we got a little show, and I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> he really did? He yes. had no undies on? Yeah, they take you through the whole Indian... Like camp, and they have teepees, and then oh. and then you go into the shipyards, and they have like the three big ships that were there, and then you go into that's kind of cool though, like a village. Right, it's, it's a really great tour. It's great to do with your kids. Oh wow, well, that's kind of neat. I removed a musket from a fake body, like a musket ball. Oh yeah, a doctor taught me how to do it, like a, <laughs> one of the old timey <laughs> doctors. Like it was a good time. Like I got to pull this like fucking musket out of a like fake cadaver, and I'm like, oh look, this is how we died. Oh, my God. Well, it says, while it is not illegal to own a cannon, deputies reportedly confiscated it because it was used maliciously. God damn it. <laughs> you know how much that cannon probably costs? I know, right? Malta lives in the rural town of Kiantone on the Pennsylvania border about 60 miles south, 60 miles south of Buffalo. While AP reported Malta fired at the homes of multiple neighbors, Buffalo YNN, I guess that's another news thing up there, Claim Malta's wrath was just directed toward one for more than a week. He is due to face North Harmony Town Court charge with three counts of second-degree menacing and three counts of second-degree harassment. Details of the dispute have not been released, and they, you know, talk about how they, they took his can in and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you imagine? Like, you don't want that man beat on you. But he kind of, it's like, I'm really mad at you, and I'm going to let you know I'm mad at you. Here's my cannon. Right. Right. And I'm Do you see the size of my cannon? How big is is your cannon? (laughs) I mean, I can't imagine being like embroiled in like some kind of argument with my neighbor where like they shoot a cannon at me like for a whole fucking week. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And not only that, but it's like, it's not like a cannonball is flying over to my, you know, my side of the property, obviously. But I feel now after reading this, a lot better about not bothering my neighbors about their foliage. Right. Because, because we just don't know. Right. They could have a cannon. You never know. I mean, they could. They Maybe they went up there, too. But I just thought about them. Like, when people get embroiled in these little tiffs with their neighbors. I'm telling you, so I just funny. watched this fucking Fear Thy Neighbor show on ID Discovery where this dickhead neighbor got this other neighbor that had PSTD and had, like, like support chickens. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I swear to God. He had support chickens? Yes, and he had PTSD and a brain injury from the war, and he had these chickens that calmed him. And this fucking, they, he knew they weren't, They everybody in the neighborhood knew that they weren't allowed, but they also knew that it was, like, something he needed as a vet. Right, and he was a little... So the other na- the neighbor that was fighting with him gets his chickens taken away, and next thing you know, he fucking kills them all. So I'm like, don't oh fuck with your neighbor. He, ki- he killed everybody because they he took away his like chickens? He killed, like, four people because uh. they took away his chickens. Well, also, they were real dicks. Like, they, they, they pushed this poor man to the edge, too, after they took away his chickens. <laughs> like, if you ever get a chance to watch Fear Thy Neighbor, you're like, what the fuck? Where are these people living at where these neighbors are, neighbors are just fucking killing people? Oh, my God. So, we, before we lock this up, because it's at, we're at 46, right? So, we've got about 10 minutes. We had not talked about female dick pics. Remember when we were talking about that before? Oh, yeah. So, but nobody answered me back, which well, is fucking Well, I, I only got, well, I got two people that answered. One of them was absolutely stupid. He just had to find a reason to talk to me about something. That Mary, that same Mary guy that I was like, oh, dude, God. what is wrong with you? You're so Step weird. Step off, dude. Yeah, he's so weird. So, anyway, and then you could tell his response was, like, so ludicrous. I don't, anyway. He was probably just thinking, what can I do? But 
the the I did have a couple people answer me. Okay. Right. Not a lot, but we always talk about women in general. Like we talk about dick pics and like yes. how crazy that is, right? Yes. But we never hear the side of women, like harassing men, harassing men, right? And so I never even <clears throat> like okay. For instance, we all know that there's like one like available guy that like women flock to, right? Right. And that they will post something, and there will be like a million women that are like, "Look at me, look at me, look at me!" You know what I mean? Tons of them. Well, I have these two guys that are you know on my friends list, super nice guys. Mm-hmm. One is super fine. Yeah, yeah. One is super fine. He's always taking his fucking shirt off and working out, which is funny. I have to just mention real quick. Somebody was like, oh, great, another workout. Oh, or another post about you working out. <laughs> and, and women were like, who the hell is upset about that? He takes his fucking shirt off. Everybody's fucking thrilled. Like, and you're doing us a service. Like, it was the funniest thing ever. But these women are fucking hot to trot. Like, anything they could do to figure out how to get, like, these men to talk to them so they go to the top of the pile because they are all on it, right? So, for instance, my one friend... By the way, this we are not objectifying him that much. Well, we don't. We don't mean to treat you like a piece of meat that much. <laughs> I know, right? Because it's like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, and so anyway, so the whole point of this was, so one of my guy friends had called and we were talking, and I was like, dude, these fucking women are on top of you like white on motherfucking rice. What the actual frig? And he was like, I swear to God, like, we had talked on the phone for, like, two hours because we had to talk about business and, like, other shit. And then it just ran into other stuff. We were, like, catching up. And he was like, I literally have nine of them in my inbox right now. And he was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I was like, ew. I'm like, I get, like, two. And one of them was, like, trying to hit me, find a way to talk to me by, like, oh, I'm sorry your friend died. Like, that was his way in to try and, like, talk to me. I'm like, you're going to try and use my dead friend to, like, hit on me? Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? It was like, and the other one was, like, the married guy. Okay, I'm like, so, shut a bitch. So, anyway, so get to it because okay. this is great. <laughs> okay. So I was like, what the actual fuck? And, and he goes, I'm telling you now, women are so much more aggressive than men. Like, y'all might get dick pics, but you don't even know the shit that happens. And I'm like, well, what happened? So he says, this woman contacts him regarding a, a bit business. Like, I, I told a, him, I promised I business, wouldn't tell what the business was. A business, business juncture. Yeah, a, a business venture, we'll say, right? Yes. And said, you know, I really want you <clears throat> to help me with this. And so he's like, okay, that was step one. That was how she was going to get in the door. You're now going to talk to me because we're going to go into this business sort of thing together, right? right? That you're, you know, you're a part of. So you're going to help me do it. So he's like, okay. Two days later, she bends over in a thong and takes a picture of herself and sends it to him. And then goes, whoops, I didn't mean to send that to you. So that's how it started. That was number one. No. Silly, I was like, oh, silly hell! We know you meant to. I know, right? I was like, like, oh, oh that my God. shit! Oh, that I know. shit! I <laughs> would never be like, oh my God, I didn't mean to do that. I would be like, here's my ass. Do you like it? Like, but I, I'm very forward anyway. There wouldn't have been any. Do you want to help me? Oh, I know, right? Well, this is like, so this is like, so she got step A, got in. Step B was look at my asshole. Oops, just kidding. And then after that, and I was like, well, what did you say? He was just like, okay. Because he was like, fuck. And like, moved what the hell? Along. Right, because he was like, this is supposed to be like a professional thing. Like, okay, right. maybe. And this motherfucker's so stupid. He's like, oh, okay, it was a mistake. Until three days later, when she got in the shower and videotaped herself, fingering herself, and then she licked her fingers and sent it to him. So here's the thing about that. <laughs> I was like, what? First of all, in order for me to send a video 
of me doing that in the shower. Like, I am so self-conscious about my body. I would have to have, like, mirrors <laughs> angled and just the right line. Like, I would have to call Matt Kennedy and be like, hey, could you come over here and produce this? <laughs> I'd be like, I, my gut's in the way. You can't right, even see like, my hoo-ha. Like, how sexy is this? <laughs> I know. It's like, like, when you, it's like, imagine when you, like, you know when they say you turn the camera around and it's on you and your five chins? That was, like, what would happen. Like, it'd be, like, my five stomachs. Right. And, <laughs> and then you gotta, like... You gotta like prop your leg up, <laughs> right? Just and right. all this, and try to be sexy. I would fall and break a hip. I would. I would be the one like, who fell and died. There would be like so much. It would. It probably. It would take me at least three days to set it up, <laughs> and then it would take forty takes. And by then, I would have gotten myself off so many times that I'd just be bored with it anyway. I'd be like, I don't even need him. Well, could you imagine? Like, I just, I just thought of like the audacity of it, right? Like, the actual, I'm like, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? And so then he, so he told me about that, and I was like, dude, please, please let me talk about it on the podcast. Because we never, I, I mean, men don't talk about it. Like, we talk about, like, no. we're so offended with getting dick pics, but men never and talk look, about the shit we do. Look, I told Paco in his inbox, because he wasn't getting the flirting. Right. And I told him, um... It, this might sound forward, but I want to put your dick in my mouth. Like, and then I realized, like, we're talking about this, and I was like, oh, my God, that's, I did that. Like, I might as well have just done what that girl did for him. And oh, like, my ah. God. <laughs> like, that's how I got Paco's attention. And he was like, nice. Ah. That was his response, not. Yeah, that's kind of what my friend said, too. And he was, was just like, oh, okay. It was just nice. So I was like, oh, my God. And women are so aggressive. Like, I mean, so aggressive. So then he, he read the next one. And he has um, these little dogs, and he has gave them Nyla bones, uh-huh. and one of them's blue, and the picture he took of this dog almost made it look like a dildo. Right. Right? So he, but he didn't think that at the time. It was just a cute little picture of his dog, so he posted right. it. This girl ends up in his inbox, and he's reading it to me as we're on the phone, and it says that um, bone looks like a dildo. I'm so jealous. And I was like, first of all, you were trying to flirt with him, but then you said you wanted to have a dildo in a dog's mouth. Like, right. you see what I'm like, it was like really weird. Like, you just made the dog sexual. You're gross. you made the dog sexual, right? Like, she it totally. And I was like, ew. And he was like, laugh my ass off. He said, laugh my ass off at her. I was like, you're not supposed to condone the behavior. Right. Was you're like, supposed to say you're a freak, and I can't talk to you anymore. I know. I was like, what yeah. the hell? Right? So, I'm like, oh, my God. So, he gave me, like, a couple of his examples. So, then um, another friend did answer the post because I said, you know, I put out a post on Facebook. You did, too, asking if men had ever gone through anything crazy. So, this other guy shows up, and it's the same guy who takes his shirt off. Right. Right? And then I'm like, thank you, Lord. Right. He's fucking hot as fuck. Like, he really is. Shit. He's fucking hot as shit. He's dreamy. Oh, my God. I know. And I'm like, and he's all into working out. So, like, I know he would never in a million years be interested in me at all. Like, I'm like 70 pounds overweight. Got a pajamic and shit. I'm taking my thing off. My thing off. It's like, it's not going to look anything like he's used to when he sees a girl. <laughs> right? But I'm like, man, I just, oh, blah, 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 blah. you're so hot. But anyway, so he ends up in my inbox. And he said there was a girl that did the same sort of thing, jumped in and was like asking about working out. And that was her way in because she knows he works out. So then it was just normal conversation, like here and there. He never thought anything of it. And then all of a sudden later that night, I guess she had said, hey, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I'll just sit down and watch TV. What are you doing? She was fingering myself, thinking about you. <gasps> so apparently fingering ourselves is the same thing as dick pics. 
Think about it, because that's what these women are doing. They all, like, sort of, you know, that's, like, their big, that's, like, their grand finale to, like, let you know that we're interested in you. Um, Fingers. I'm touching myself. Yeah, and he was, like, oh. And he was, like, yeah, no. And I was, like, do any of these women not realize, like, y'all ain't coming home to the barbecue. Like, ain't nobody bringing you home to mom's house when you do right. that shit. You right. know what I mean? Ever. And, like, when I asked my friend, I was like, so what do you think about, like, that video? He was like, well, I'm not going to lie. I act like crazy. I didn't watch it. He was like, but I'm never going to date her. I would never take her serious. To me, it's scuzzy. And I was like, so, but when you don't say, like, hey, you're acting scuzzy, like, they don't get the picture. Right. They think this is the way into your heart. They're going to yeah. get you with their hoo-ha first and lock you down, and then they're going to marry you. Uh, right. Like, I that's how bitches think. You, like, if, if, no, don't condone it. Tell them. This is not a good way to go about getting my attention. <laughs> They're not going to do that because men don't think like we do. But I did want to bring it up. And um, if anybody else um, that's listening out there in podcast world, if you have any stories of how the tables have turned when you're dating and women have done some weird ass shit to get your attention and it was like up there in like up there. Right. Please let us know. You can hit us up on our Facebook page at straightforthenet.com. Hey, then, bitch, this is my part. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. Okay. I apologize. That's me backing up, by the way. Right. So like, who does she think she is? Well, because I wanted them to say, I was thinking you would take it home on another thing, but you're right. We're closing this up anyway. So uh, do your so thing, So if you girl. have any dirty bitches in your inbox, or if you fucked anything weird like an electric fence while on ecstasy, give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or find us on know, Facebook at straightfromthenet. We're pretty quick about answering the emails and we're on a shit ton of platforms that Danielle will tell you about. And so you can find us every Sunday. We drop a new episode on SoundCloud. And then we're also on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And oh, we're also... Pause. Hmm? By the way, Fitzerific, happy birthday. Yes, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Fitzerific. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Yay! <laughs> Uh, and then we are also on New York Daytime Radio on the WMLD, and you can hear us every Wednesday at 1 o'clock, and you can get that replay on Saturdays at 7, and they actually get our show days earlier than our other platforms. So, take us home, Jamie. Okay, bye. bye.